0: So today on Talks Patrick, I'll be talking to Andrea Reinbold, and she's a network marketer with a passion for Bitcoin. Hello, Andrea.
1: Hello, Patrick. Nice to see you today.
0: You too. Um, So if we start off, we we had a bit of a chat the other day and you talked about um, Bitcoin. But if we start off with with what you do and, and why you do it, and then we can take it from there.
1: Yes, sure. So I'm really glad to be here today because uh, for me, as we we spoke last time, for me really Bitcoin is such an amazing thing and I'm so thrilled to really tell everyone about what it is and how it can change people's lives. And for me myself, it was really um, a big game changer because I learned about it in 2018 and uh, it really made such big changes in my whole life. So this is really something I want to share with the world, because I think really everyone today should know about it.
0: And so, so in your everyday work, what, what, what do you do and how much is Bitcoin related to that? Because you mentioned, you know, you're a network marketer.
1: Yes, yes, correct. So um, basically what I am doing is I speak with a lot of people. So I really have a lot of like Zoom calls and phone calls every day. And I speak to people about um, possibilities, how they um, can earn money, of course, but how they also can protect their money. So this is what Bitcoin in the end is all about, to understand what a big... um, change it can make to everyone's life especially in these days when we are in such a environment like everything is changing and and it's not so stable as it was or seemed to be the last years and uh, what i'm doing is i speak with people about um, the possibilities and um, how they can understand bitcoin so they can get a good access to the whole crypto market and also how they can um, increase their own Coins that they have, or in case if they don't have any at all, how to make a good starting point, and um, also speak about people um, with people about possibilities for create second income streams, for additional income streams, and uh, how they can have probably in the near future a life that they would love to live. Um, But they don't know how to do it at the moment because they are stuck in jobs They probably don't like or where they have to um, stay at one place all the time and to show them that there is really more out there So this is what I'm doing
0: Okay, that's really cool. So um, Potentially it could be any businesses. Maybe One's really hit and still have no idea when things are going to get back to normal restaurants uh, people facing businesses anyone who's thinking they've had enough or it's just too stressful, this is a a possibility to get into, a a safer one at at least.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, at the moment, so I live on the really beautiful, but also small island of Cyprus and here Cyprus is really, um, totally related to tourism. And of course, as we've seen in the last one and a half years now, tourism is really a tough thing for them uh, because when no one is allowed to fly let's say or most people do not even try to fly because they think it's not possible at the moment so Mm. everyone who works in this industry here on the island really has a tough time so there and i mean it's not only about hotels it's also about restaurants it's about everything that is related to that tourism sector so for all the jet skiers and whatever so um and for them really finding something to work online and having a digital business this is really one of the most important things in these times so that people can um, find another way to to live and also to earn uh, their money so this is what it is about and also um, to understand that um, yeah what we are doing here with the crypto uh, currencies is really um It still is at the beginning, but it's 13 years old. So we have the whole cryptocurrency since 13 years now. And it really changed a lot in these times. But still Mm -hmm. it is the beginning. And people have to adopt to just see, okay, what what is coming and what will come next. Because the environment as we see, also the economic environment is really changing fast. And for most people, because they they only have... um, they try to kind of survive in their daily lives. They don't even get get the point of what is going on at the moment because they're too much into their daily um, tasks that they have to do.
0: I think that's it. It's um, people are stuck trying to put out, what's that saying, um, putting out the fires or instead of sort of fixing the problem that's causing the fires. And whilst they're doing that, they feel they have no time, but but what would what would it take let's say you're in a completely different industry to come over and do what you're doing and and also how can you help in that sense what what would be the process
1: um the process is to really find out about where people are at the moment and where they would want to get in the future so this is really the most important thing because the 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 thing is today in these times that we are living in everything is about humans so because i think most of the people think oh my god digitalization is only about it and technology and where are the people but in the end what it really is about in these days it is that we as people have to talk to each other and we have to go a step back to really just find out okay who are you what do you really need where do you want to get and then just see how can i help you on that way so uh, this is what is really all about and this is what it is about in 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 my whole branch like network marketing
0: but i heard some I, i wanted to mention i heard some good news i didn't actually see it remember the exact location but apparently it's become legal tender somewhere it's quite a big deal yes
1: yes el salvador so this is the the hero at at the moment (laughs) so el salvador i mean it's a small country when we see it has uh, 6.5 million inhabitants so it's not the biggest country in the world but still it Mm -hmm. is really a good news and why is it this was really interesting because i read a lot about it the last days and also um we, we also make videos um, in our... We have a Facebook group where we tell people more about Bitcoin and everything. And there we made also a video about it where we uh, read through some articles. And there was one saying um, why El Salvador is so important for whole Latin America at the moment. Because in those countries, they really have big, big, big issues with inflation and hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, for, for them, it is really a logical way to not try to um run behind the other countries trying to fix something because in those countries their their currencies their local currency that they have they don't have a stability of um Not only some years, because it's when there is a new currency. Normally, what happens is it's going down and down and down, and its worth less and less and less. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, they also have the U.S. dollar as a second, um, second currency there. And now, what they're doing is okay. Let's go one step further, and let's just try to implement Bitcoin there. And to, I mean, at the first point, it seems a bit harsh to force um, all the shop owners okay you have to accept bitcoin but on the other side it really gives the people a good alternative in these days because people and there was an interesting number i didn't knew that before Um, in some of those countries and i think it was in el salvador um, especially 70 percent 70 percent of the people there don't have access to a normal bank account did you knew that wow i mean that's huge that's really a huge huge number
0: and that is so how do what do they do is it just currency
1: uh yeah i mean there are other um there are other companies like um, moneygram for example so what they are doing is if they have to transfer some kind of money they have their cash and then they go to moneygram or all these other companies but what The thing there is normally they have to wait such a long time. It takes a long time until the money they're sending goes from one place to another. And also uh, the fees are super high. And for them is really not a good solution. And now with Bitcoin, and this is the easy part of it, with Bitcoin what you need is a mobile phone and then you can download a wallet, a Bitcoin wallet there. And from from that point on you can really... um, yeah, I mean, you can really start and you can really send uh, your Bitcoin to someone else in your family. I mean, that's a really, really good thing. That's
0: cool. So well, just talk me through the process because it's many years, it's about five years, I think, since I last did a recording in FinTech uh, regarding Bitcoin and, and I'm just thinking, so let's say you've got this wallet, you've got your, your um, so someone's just sent you some money Yes, and it appears on your mobile phone, but it's Bitcoin. Yes. So what you're saying is, okay, this is an easy. I think I can work this one out. In El Salvador now, you can take that and pay. Let's yes, exactly. For...
1: Yes, correct. That's that's the thing. So um, also in other countries, this is already possible. But at the moment, um, there are no countries in the world where the shops have to accept bitcoin so it's up to the shops mm-hmm. if they accept it or not but um, also here on cyprus on this little small island of cyprus um, there are some shops who are already willing to accept bitcoin one time we were uh, for um, making a quad tour like this you know the quads uh, just uh, driving around somewhere Um, Mm off-road and um, we asked the guy there because this is what we always do we always no matter where we go normally we ask about hey can I pay with Bitcoin to just it's such an easy way to get a conversation about do you already know about it have you heard about it and then the guy of the the shop owner he was like oh yeah sure of course I know Bitcoin and you can also pay me with Bitcoin and we were like oh wow that's really cool and then it's, it's a nice way to get get into a conversation the really easy way, and um, he told us a bit about when he started and everything, and um, also some of the big companies like Starbucks, for example. You, you today you can also pay your coffee with Bitcoin at Starbucks. The thing is, most people it, don't know it.
0: <laughs> in in any Starbucks.
1: So as far as I know, yes. So normally when wow. they do something, it's uh, like a corporate decision, and then they're doing it everywhere. So. Um, you can pay your coffee there with Bitcoin the thing at the moment is uh, I would not really recommend anyone to buy coffee with Bitcoin because at the moment still we are in a phase where it's more important to keep your Bitcoin um, because we're still in a phase where Bitcoin in a few years will be much more worth than today so it's more a kind of um, saving your money and to having it okay. there to increase it not, not really to spend it probably If you are earning so much Bitcoin, then you can do this, of course. But if it's like for most of the people today, they're just um, I I want to invest. I want to save some money. I want to um, let my money work, then it's kind of different. But um, now from now on in El Salvador, I mean, it it will take a bit of time because they just made the law and now the the shops Mm -hmm. and everyone has to to, uh, adopt to that. But um, yeah, then in the future, it will be like, okay, you can pay either in US dollar or you can pay with Bitcoin. And how is this working? Then they have they have their mobile phone and then they have their app there. And there will be um, because in in some places they already have this, this small, I mean, it's it looks kind of the same like the credit card machines that we have today, like the small things where you can put in your card or you can tap on your mm-hmm. phone when you do Apple Pay or something. And then it will be the same with the app. So they will have like a, a QR code there. And then you have on your app the possibility to just, okay, I, I scan the QR code, I type in the amount and then it, it goes away from your wallet to the other wallet. So that's that's kind of easy then.
0: That's cool. Um- that leads me to two questions. First of all, the, the second one from the, the initial one so you can go and use it to pay. Uh, I've got a question coming up about privacy, but uh, the first one is, so let's say you're a retailer and the currency is fairly stable and you're, let's say Starbucks. So you take in this, someone's, 10,000 customers have paid with Bitcoin for a, for, um, a coffee how do they get that back into into current uh, currency? And I know they might not need to if they want to save, but let's say as a business, at the end of the year, they need to do that. How does that work?
1: Uh, I mean, the process of uh, switching from, from one currency to the other is, is really easy. So normally what we have is we have the big exchanges like their Coinbase and Binance and all the other big exchanges out there. And um, this is the marketplace where people can go into Bitcoin like no matter what what currency you have like euro or US dollar or something else um, normally this is the way to you you pay in your euro and then you you switch it to Bitcoin and also the other way around so selling Bitcoin for euro any any other currency is kind of easy so this this wouldn't be a problem for them but what you what you already mentioned is the more interesting point probably they don't even want to do it probably for them especially in a country like el salvador for them from a certain point on they they won't won't do it they will just be happy with okay now they have they have bitcoin i think what is a bit more interesting how they will adopt to that is because at the moment still we have this volatility and how they will regulate that that um, the prices will be fair so this is Mm -hmm. for me at the moment the more interesting point to look at because uh, nobody wants to um, sell i don't know today my coffee is 30 cent and tomorrow it's uh, 10 euro or something so this is more the thing about the volatility you know
0: and the the other thing is privacy so I use Google Wallet um, and with recent things and, and, and how Google has been filtering results over the past 12 months regarding this whole health scare, I'm not so keen on them seeing everything that I buy. I'm still using it because it's convenient, but it has brought up a question because you know, especially with passports, IDs, if you've been vaccinated and, and, and you know, that could turn into a whole host of things. How, you know, did you, your Google notice that you travel too fast on your bike today? Uh, I don't know. Or you're buying, you're buying, <laughs> you're not supposed to buy a big cake every day and, and eat oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this sort of stuff. With Bitcoin, what's the sort of privacy thing? Is the, you know, is it much more private and allows you to still be an individual
1: yes yes that's a good question and also one of the most interesting points about bitcoin compared to like the apple or google pay or something because Mm -hmm. uh, we have it's it's not that we with bitcoin it's not that we are 100 um anonymous but the thing is so what we what we can always see is because the technology behind is the blockchain and in the blockchain, what once comes into the blockchain will stay there forever. So but what does it okay. mean when we do a transaction? Like let's let's take the example from from Starbucks. Like I'm going to Starbucks and I buy a coffee today um, and then I pay with Bitcoin from my Bitcoin wallet that I have on my on my app. But also I don't have only one so maybe I have 10 or 12 or whatever, uh, doesn't matter the number but I have this this one wallet and I pay my coffee with that and um, then in the blockchain you see okay there was the amount going from one wallet to another wallet but that's what people can see really. And then of course if i go every each and every single day there and someone would know about my wallet address like the specific wallet address he could see okay Okay. there's um, a little transaction each and every day but still they they do not know that this wallet address is mine so it's not the same as we have with um google pay or something where it is directly visible connected to your name or your address or something so it's really only about the wallet address and this is a good thing so i mean for normal people out there it won't be easy to 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 know something but when it comes to uh does the the how you say it in english the finance ministry for example um you should of course when you get into bitcoin and when you start to make investments or something of course you should um be transparent to them to show them okay i'm doing yeah, something yeah. there so this is they can find out that's that's for sure
0: yeah the the, the overall <laughs> transactions i get that they they have to be seen um the, the the concern is more about the level of detail that things are going towards and you know we don't we don't want to live in a society well i certainly don't want to live in a society where People are scrutinizing, well, you know, as I mentioned, are you buying cakes or or uh, are you cycling too fast around a corner or something? And and this is just about individual autonomy. And yes, the transactions can be seen, but it should be much more anonymous. With Google yes. Pay, I noticed it tells me uh, the shops I've been into, the mm-hmm. time I've spent yeah. in them. Um I know it cannot see the exact items on the transaction, not yet, but um, I believe believe that's just around the corner. And the problem with these things is called creep, and we hear hear this in government as well. They they always want to take a little bit more. And with Google, uh, also, if you try to opt out of the uh, location services, your phone basically will not work. It's virtually crippled and this is the sort of thing this is why i think people are looking towards technologies like uh, what we're talking about today to find new ways of doing things that means maybe there'll be a a bit phone (laughs) that sounds like (laughs) a bat phone so it sounds cool already but but they'll have something that they can Mm -hmm. use that is a phone that is just for them and you're not being tracked you but you can still choose uh how can you say this to have these routes if you want Mm -hmm. to track a a, a fitness routine if you want to go and pay in the shop but it is as you said it's not linked to to you to a name to a number
1: yes yes i get the point so i think this is what you said about the phone is really interesting because um of course, with Bitcoin, you you cannot see um, you can see the amount I was sending, let's say zero point zero zero one Bitcoin, and that's it. So you see the date when when it was sent, and you see one wallet address that yeah. it's going off, and the other one that accepts it. Okay, that's it. Then you don't see how many cakes you bought, um, but still, the, <laughs> yeah. But still, the thing is, um, if it is on your no- normal phone that you have. Of course, the other apps uh, like Google or something, still they know you went to a you went to a shop. So uh, I don't know how how governments would handle this, but still they don't know what you bought, and this is a good thing. So still they don't yeah. know. Especially they don't get they don't get the link to your uh, Bitcoin wallet so easy. So that's that's also another good and very important point when it when it comes comes to this whole topic. But yeah. Also what we what we uh, spoke a little bit last time, and I think this could be also interesting for for the people that are listening here, um, because in many countries they are discussing at the moment governments are discussing the CBdc, the central bank um, um, currencies, the centralized yeah. currencies, and this would be the total opposite. So, Opposite of Bitcoin so if someone says okay ah, but the government will bring this new new uh, digital currency out this would be the point where I would say okay now they have you 100% transparent and really crystal clear what you're doing because then they really have everything. From that point on, because nowadays we have still still we have cash. So if you don't want anyone to to realize how many cakes you're eating a week, then you still can buy it with cash, and then nobody knows. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it's we we we're talking funny, yeah. But the the thing is. What happens if there there will be someday a law or something where they say, OK, ah, the ones who are eating more than two pieces of cake a week, they will have to buy double for their um, health insurance or uh, whatever. So yes. they can can link that together. So it really is on, on a certain level. It really is um, a serious point. We, we just talk funny now, but it could be something that could be really painful in the future and for that when we have this um central bank currencies then it will be really really painful because from that on everyone knows everything about you and the government knows things that you don't want them to know i mean it's not about doing illegal things but let, let's take again the, the about, example yeah
0: it's normal no it's about being able to do normal things without being uh, persecuted you know the the west has really pushed against china for for human rights and now we're doing exactly the same things and uh, i never ever dreamt in my lifetime i'd hear about a passport to a vaccine passport and as you said you could get they could then say well actually we're going to extend this so if you want to buy something sweet or if you want to buy alcohol or if you want to buy this here is your ration and you will not be able to to go over this. If you do, as you said, your health insurance will double or triple, and this is quite terrifying because you know that science. I used to love science until the past twelve months. Um, I still do, really, but uh, not the people that are claiming to 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 be using it because science told us saturated fats were uh, really really bad, and then another article 10 years later said actually that's not true sugar is far worse than than fats but they were paid for the article about the saturated thing was paid for by one industry and against another and therefore you never really know what's what's true or what isn't so in essence we'd also always be in some sort of experiment because we'd have to follow the whims of the science at the time. And science is not an exact science. It's, yeah. it's guesswork based on what we know at the time. And, and it often goes wrong. Uh, there's, yeah, it, I think safeguards in this is, that, as you said, it's nothing to do with trying to get away with something. It's about freedom of choice. And most of us, you know, like if we, if we look at the last 12 months, if, if, if people on the street were looking like zombies <laughs> we would be running indoors and not ever going out. It, it, yeah. People tend to do this. In fact uh, what, there's a, there was a, some sort of research done apparently if someone's got a temperature and they're sweating and they're coughing people give them a bigger distance. Oh, this has been yeah. done I think from the beginning of time uh, and I think what i love about what you're saying is this gives the the citizens the the people who are supposed to be the bosses uh some level of control back
1: yes absolutely this is really what it is about so there with bitcoin there comes the slogan be your own bank and what it really means is get back to have your own power and take your own responsibility back because People nowadays, especially in our Western world, they are so much um, trapped into this uh, being busy all the time and therefore not taking responsibility for their own needs and for really thinking through it, especially when it comes to money. What it is about these days normally people are like okay i have a certain amount of money i want to do something with it but i don't have the time i don't know about it so i'm running to a um to uh how you say like the 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 guys in the bank or the ones who are doing whatever your insurance or your your whole um wealth coaching and then yeah yeah Yeah, your finance um consultant and then you go there and just like okay what can i do just tell me what to do and then there's someone and you don't even know what he really does and if it is really good or if it's only about a commission or whatever (laughs) and if it really will help you out in the next 10 years or so and then this is the opposite of taking the responsibility your assets and this is what it is about and now we have the chance because now this is the first time that it really is a decentralized network that we're talking about so the whole blockchain and bitcoin blockchain it is such a big network decentralized all over the world and especially what is interesting to me is since the beginning in 2009 we have a network that was never hacked so All the time when people are saying, oh, Bitcoin is insecure, it doesn't have to do anything with the network because this network is really proven since 13 years. What is not secure is all the players in the market who have this single point of access, like, for example, also an exchange. It still is kind of a risk factor because it's not decentralized. But they are also mm-hmm. there starting to implement decentralized exchanges. So also there we, we have the change starting, but it's re- really at the beginning. But uh, that that's the most important thing to me, because then you really need, um, for also making changes on that blockchain, you need a um, uh, majority of everyone who is involved in the network. So then it really becomes a democratic act again. And this is what it really, what we really need, because this is what it was meant for all the time.
0: I love that, Uh, yeah, democratic, it's properly democratic. Um, And what do you see in the future? So if we talk some, some, some predictions the best that you can, do you see banks disappearing?
1: um depends on (laughs) what future we're talking about like how many years but uh i really see that we are that we are having a big change in the whole financial system at the moment and also uh in the last one and a half years with this whole crisis that we're going through um there were really a lot of uh banks closing down some of their um their uh how you say the shops that they have there the or branches yeah Um, yes and um this is what 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 will go on in the future and um also we will i mean having other currencies than before is quite a normal process with the financial and the money system the fiat money system that we have like also the euro is not a currency that we have for 100 years or something i mean we can all remember Mm -hmm. what it was before and um Yes, therefore, there, there will be big changes, but it's, it's kind of difficult to say at the moment because, of course, uh, the ones who have the power at the moment, they are really fighting hard for not losing everything of their power. This is not only yeah. talking about finance or Bitcoin, it's really what is going on in the world at the moment in total, as we see.
0: I think in the world today people are have been pushed into change whether they liked it or not and this this also has unintended consequences and I think I've noticed people are much more open that I've talked with to, to doing new things because uh, as, as you're suggesting as well um, sometimes there's some industries that you just have to get out of whether it's to do with the last year or not or if it's personal circumstances and it'd be quite interesting i'm not sure how long the euro will last i never thought i'd say that but um i think we briefly talked that the dollar is now worthless it's it's they've printed so much of the currency yes. it's it, it's just not related to gold for a long 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 time and and therefore if the dollar's worthless and they, as you said earlier they're talking about bringing in the, the was it five countries that have this this uh, this funding or this currency that they were going to to support?
1: Uh yeah. I mean, there there are a lot of countries actually who are proving if they can do it, and they are at different stages. There are some who are just starting to implement or to trying to implement something. There are some other countries who are. I think it will be probably. Maybe one year, if it is that long, maybe only some months, okay. and then they will start to implement.
0: And, yeah, so the, I think everything at the moment is in flux. And uh, and I, what I liked when we had our chat initially was something that was democratic and stable. You know, the, the, those words stuck with me. And I would love to see a way of using using the technology maybe with search engines so that they cannot be um, altered. And that if you search for something, the results come up whether the company wants them to or not. And, and maybe our, our democracies, I think, could use a bit of Bitcoin technology to, to stop interference and uh, to, make them, to make people believe in them again. I, I think the, the, the potential is quite enormous
1: Yes, definitely it is. I mean, when we talk about blockchain technology, I mean it's not only about Bitcoin and not only about finance, because this is uh, this is really only a really small topic in the whole in the whole blockchain technology what it can do for us. Because it's about logistics, mm-hmm. it is about um, um, elections, for example. Imagine a system where you don't have to go somewhere and put a um, across on a big big paper and then there are (laughs) people who are who are counting it manually just uh, having everyone every citizen who is uh um who is allowed for voting has his token and then everyone who can be elected has his own wallet and then you're sitting at home and you have the possibility to just send this token to the one that is your favorite one and then on a button click you know who is the one who has the 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 most um, voices and this could be so easy and so transparent and not not to be manipulated and i mean this is huge and but this is probably also the thing why we don't already have it and use it because from the technical point of view it would be easy to do this but when it comes to that okay who is really willing to implement it and to use it because then the old system really is falling down into pieces.
0: I, I think with after the past year, year and a half, uh, a lot more people will probably come forward and start to say, actually, we're from a technology side and also believe in democracy, vote for us and we'll implement it. And, and I think once you have, you know, maybe a new generation of people wanting proper democracy, as you said, it's easy to implement. I, I don't know the details, but what I know is, if this thing's been around since two thousand and nine, it's never been hacked, and it's money, which people consider far more important than votes um, most of the time. Uh, why isn't it in use? That's you know? that's exactly the thing. Yes, yes,
1: exactly. But so, but it's that, exciting. It really is- yes absolutely so it it is really changing a lot at the moment and i think in some months and also some years we will see really a big change because this is also the interesting thing about technology and technology technology adoption Um, like we have this s-curve normally when it comes Mm to um, electronic or technology changes and when you see compared to the internet it took about 30 years for the internet from Hey we have something like internet and email to become what it is today <laughs> yes. but nowadays when you see it was not that long time with the smartphones and now it's not that long time with the blockchain because the cycles they are always getting shorter and shorter and people um, nowadays they are a bit more forced and pushed to really adopt to new new technology if they don't want to be lost behind and yeah. for that reason um, Yeah, we will really see a different world in the next years, I'm sure about that. And the only question is, um, do we see what it can also bring good for us? And are we willing to adopt to it and to also put a little bit invest of time into it to understand it a bit better so that we can really use it probably also from the beginning so that it's not someone comes with the new thing and you have to use it because they say this is the new thing but probably also a bit that you can be one of the early adopters because normally when you're into yes. something that comes comes up newly and you are one of the first, then you are one of the ones who will um, have the most profit out of it.
0: Yeah, early adopters uh, love new technology, uh, love trying new things. It's um, it's fun. Um, but there is a question I've got. So... how do we solve some of the issues with Bitcoin at the moment on the environmental point? So, uh, I didn't actually realise it uses so much power. I I was actually quite surprised because to me, you know, I've worked many, many years, a decade or more in in installing servers and, and so on and so on. And and if you're in a bank and you have multiple servers and you're crunching uh, the, you know, you go to a cash point, it utilizes all these things. But what's this thing with Bitcoin and bit mining that seems to suck a lot of electricity? I, I don't quite get it.
1: Yeah, that's also an interesting question because um, I, I will start with the point of... Um, The the mining process is how the bitcoins are created. So um, for having a mining mining farm, let's say it like this, this is normally a big, big hall with a lot of these (laughs) mining computers in there. Um, Of course, you need a lot of electricity. But today, most of these mining farms, they are at at locations where they can use um, either... Uh, renewable energies like a lot of uh, water watercraft
0: um oh hydropower
1: yes hydropower um, mm-hmm. but also there are some places where they have a overproducing capacity of electricity and if they there wouldn't be a big um a big usage for it normally mm-hmm. what they would do or would have to do they would um Um, give the electricity into the ground because if there's no one who who can use it and there's too much there it has to go somewhere then they put it into the ground so this is one part but of course still it is an issue i know that but the other thing is what i don't like about the discussion here is people tend to forget to compare it to something because i can always say something Um, has a big consumption of something but compared to what and when we see uh, how how much power the internet itself is using how much power is used for printing money out of nothing how much power is used for um, for production of gold for example then it, Mm it the the whole picture becomes slightly different and then you see okay yes they still have to bring all these mining facilities to uh locations where it really is renewable energy or this over over production? yes there are still some who are not using it but using it the old way and that's not good and also um it comes a bit more to like for example with bitcoin there's the lightning network it will make transactions easier and faster because also for um the, the big amount of people uh, buying the coffee every day at at Starbucks. Starbucks at the moment, it won't be that easy because it's not so fast the whole network for doing this micropayments. Okay. This is not was what Bitcoin was really intended for in the beginning. So there are probably other currencies who would be better for that. But now comes the Lightning network, which um, will change a lot of this. So of course there is still a lot to do, but it's not so bad uh, as they always say in the, let's say, public uh, official media, where they still try to combat it a little bit and try to, to tell people, oh no, this has not a good uh, finger uh, footprint, so just leave it, because probably it's more about mm, not showing people the whole picture because they don't want people to use it that much
0: that that i agree with totally that's why i was wondering i thought compared to current banking systems i was curious is it any worse how could it be um you know coming from an it background a server is a server obviously if it did something that was very very cpu intensive then all right if that was different but as you said very very correctly and i love it it's contrast you have to have it compare it to something else you know because you could say yes. you could say um uh your car uses a thousand horses instead of one uh, of, of power so at least you have a comparison with a horse but <laughs> if you're comparing like with like and then the car beside it but no one's mentioned this uses one one thousand five hundred then actually yours is fifty percent better and yes. without comparison even the last 12 months 18 months compared to what and this is these figures have come in now you know compared to what and this this is evidence-based this is therefore as you said if people don't want you to use something then they say about the the, the power consumption but i was quite suspicious because i thought you know what 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 are we using at the moment you telling you're saying this newer technology this encrypted technology is some reason 10 times 20 times power more power hungry than the current banks
1: yeah that i mean that's exactly the point and and that's not what it is but that's what they wanted to look like i mean as i mentioned before of course they have to improve it like with every new technology of course you have to improve it it's not that you invent something and then it stays at that point it just has has to be improved but um if you compare it to the old system the old financial system to the gold production um it really the the comparison hints at a certain point yeah
0: that makes sense it's like you know elon musk mentioned that but as you were rightly said he's shoving rockets into the atmosphere and uh, you know admittedly he's on about reusing them it, it's very impressive and i think I think the cost and the fuel amount is so much smaller than the the space shuttle. I think the, the improvement is massive. But again, if you didn't compare it to the previous stuff and you just looked at the current stuff, then you say, well, you're just shoving a whole load of, what's that, a year's worth of cars on the road or something in, in one go or whatever it is. But when you have a comparison, and he could quite rightly then say, well, actually, we're improving it all the time. And, and this is what people also need to realize, even if they change businesses, that they can, the beginning is always less efficient than, than later on. But if you don't start, then, well, you'll never improve.
1: Yeah, that's really a perfect point. So I couldn't, I couldn't put anything on that because that's really what it is about people have to if they want to have a change they have to do some actions this is really what it is about in life and if we don't do anything then we get stuck on a on a place where we don't want to be Uh, but from there it doesn't get any better if we don't move this is really what is uh, life about
0: okay just to finish off do you have um, three points that would help businesses uh, consider you know uh, about network marketing and bitcoin
1: um for, for me always it is about um inform yourself so educate yourself do your own research this is really the most important point in in this topic because um Still, if there is a person and he or she has really good knowledge and is trustworthy and everything, still this is the most important thing in these days. Do your own research because that's really crucial. And from that on, if you you make a decision, and this would be point two, at some point in life, then you have to make your decision to... Do something or not doing it, but you have to make a decision as the longer you are in a phase of thinking about and thinking over again and again, nothing really changes. And then you you really lose um, your your precious time. And I mean, time still, I love Bitcoin, but still time is the most important currency that we all have. So really think twice about what you're doing with your time, but then take a decision and then do an action. So nobody says, if you're totally new to a topic like Bitcoin, for example, nobody says, or if there is someone who says, don't, don't go with them. Just uh, start with a small amount, make your own experience and think about what, what amount you, you are willing to make that first move. And then from that on, just move forward and make your experience. And based on that experience, go further and further. And it's really about knowing what you're doing. Just starting small, doing it step by step and also um, when you're starting into that whole uh, new market um, also thinking about how can I make it secure for myself. So really here this, this um, motto or slogan as I said before this be your own bank really means take all the responsibility for you. It's not about, oh, I've forgotten my password and now it's gone and who is the one or where is the one who's helping me out? It really is about taking this responsibility. But starting, doing small steps, this is really what what helps you in, no matter what topic in life, it's not only about Bitcoin, it really is. If you want a change in life, think, think it over, start doing it and from that on, do the next step.
0: That sounds perfect, perfect ending note. Um, one last question is, what got you to do that change? It's, you know, I think most people have heard the the, the statement of the dog sitting on a nail and someone stranger saying, why is a dog sitting on a nail? And the, the, the owner says, well, it's not uncomfortable enough yet for him to move. And what got you to move? What got you to, to take this? Uh, scary, or whatever way you want to call it, bold uh, decision to start doing what you're doing at the moment?
1: Um, When I started with this, uh, I I quit my my job. I had a corporate career and it was really a good career. But at that time, I didn't feel very well about who am I becoming and where am I going if I am following this this, uh, career. So for me, I'm really a freedom driven person and I'm also a little bit action driven person. I want to make uh, new experiences and I want to live um, location independent. I want, if I want to go tomorrow to a different place, I take my laptop, I take my mobile phone and I go. And this is the the amount of freedom that I was always searching for. Um, And at that time, I felt if I'm going the old way. I will never have this. And life is too short to never get there where you want to go. Um, And for that reason, um, I decided, okay, I'm going and I will change. And also I was thrilled by um, seeing this big picture and it really was the vision about what is Bitcoin and blockchain changing in the future and that we're really at the beginning. So for me, it was crystal clear at that time. Okay, this seems to be a really good fit for me. And from that on it was clear, um I made my decision without really how can I say without really making it as a hundred percent conscience decision. It really was Oh just, you, you
0: just you had the vision, the dream and you didn't know exactly how. You just thought yes. I'll find the way. Yes. So I guess when you get into something like this, you probably just started sending emails to people that knew a bit more about it, having conversations. And then once you do enough of that, you begin to get to know enough people to to move forward.
1: Yes, exactly. It's about connection, about people uh, who who are some steps further, who know a bit more than you, then you reach out to them or people who are already there where you want to go. And then the, the funniest thing is, Sometimes we tend to think, oh, I cannot write an email to a person I don't know, or maybe he's so far already and he won't reply to me. And normally if we are doing these steps and just write the email or something, then we will be surprised because people out there, most of them are really, they they like to help other people and they like to share their knowledge and their experience as we do today we, we talk about experiences yeah. and just share what we know and if it helps for someone or is an inspiration uh, or motivation then it's great and then this is what it is about yeah totally
0: that's super thank you so much it's been wonderful and and inspiring
1: thank you so much for having me